Welcome to another episode of Creators Outlet, sponsored by our friends over at the Inked Marketing Team. You need a little extra help with your Kickstarter or Indiegogo? Contact Kevin over at Inked Marketing and see what they can do for you. Speaking of which, we'd like your consideration for Loco Hero from Monty Michael Moore. It's up for Ringo Awards this year. Just go over to www.ringoawards.com and vote for your favorites today. And now we'd like to welcome Frankie B and Matt Blair from Kaiju and Cowboys. Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's, what's up? Woo! What's... Woo! <laughs> all, all excited. Great to be here. Oh, yes. Matt, Matt found good. some place that he's got better internet, you know, sitting, enjoying the outdoors. <laughs> Frankie, yeah, well, I think also having fewer good. people on the stream also helps. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm no I'm no indie bull. You know, I might stick my finger in a socket once in a while, but that's about it. <laughs> well, hey, it's a great day right now. We actually got past our funding, and now we're just moving forward. Stretch on goals. Yeah, yeah goals. not cake. Yeah. The cake is done. Right, right and that contact cool. high. <laughs> now we need the icing on the cake. <laughs> Frank, yes. Frankie's hearing music in the back of his head. I'm a hustler, baby. <laughs> it never stops. It never stops. Never. It? You can't. Never. You can't stop. Not in this business. Uh, not in this business. Uh. -uh. It no. never <laughs> stops. It never yeah, yeah. stops. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I'm almost up to 130 episodes. I've nice. only been I've only been doing the the visual podcast like a year. So I'm like, wow. And you know, and there's like a small handful of people that have been guests on on like multiple episodes. Yep. You know, otherwise it's just, you know, you know that many people? I go, well, I kind of do now. <laughs> you know? And it went, went well enough I that uh, ageradio.org grabbed me and was like, we would really like to have your show as a podcast on our network. Okay, let's get her done. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's given us a chance. It's, it's, you're giving a platform to indie people. Like, we would never probably get seen or noticed by a lot of the big podcasts or you know shows or whatever, so you're mm -hmm. giving a voice to those indie, you know, the new up and comers, you know. Well, I'm basically doing my yeah, favorite it, thing in the world is hanging out in Artist Alley and talking to writers and artists and colors what? and you know whoever you know whoever else won't have security escort me from their table. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking to you, sour grapes, Tim. No, I'm just kidding. Uh -oh. Uh-oh. Call out. Yeah, we got congrats on hitting the goal, guys. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank oh, yeah. you. Thank <laughs> you so much. It it yeah. This is the um uh this is the second Kickstarter I've actually run ever. Uh the first one, like I don't like to talk about a whole lot because it was back in 2013 when I was young and stupid and didn't know what the hell I was doing, and I like <laughs> overpromised and undermarketed. Yeah amazingly and i made like like i was asking for like nine thousand dollars and i made a hundred and yeah. so like this is already 20 times like however i can't do math this is already infinitely better yeah. so yeah. Dude, like, and, you know, it's all thanks to you guys like you know well, no, that, that, that too. Yeah, like, you know, people willing to ration for this. Like, I'm just going to come right out and say it. Like, no. you know, I 
I'm not the biggest kaiju fan on the face of the planet, but yeah. like, I like uh, the inspiration for it came a couple years ago when like I I, I was listening to a uh, online class that was uh, taken by um, Brian Michael Bendis of all people. And like he said that one of the things he loves doing is talking to the artist and uh, drawing and and, like writing what they want to draw. And so that's something like, you know, I was internalized and I thought, you know, hmm, what would Frankie like to draw? And, you know, if you know Frankie for any any period of time, you know what he likes to draw. You know what he likes to do. And I was like, okay, Kaiju, what can we do with that? And then last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, early, like, yeah, sometime early last year. Yeah, yeah we, uh, you we said you wanted to do like a stuff. kaiju western, and I was uh, yeah, yeah, because it was yeah. weird. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people know me because of my Robot God Akamatsu stuff. So to me, I always felt that Robo, Robot God Akamatsu was great when we when me and James Biggie put it out. I mean, we really people really loved it. People still talk about it today. They're always asking about it. And I just was like, you know, it ran its course technically. It just, it really did. It just ran its course and whatever. So now me and Matt, me and Matt have actually been working together for like over now six years, I want to say. And we, we've been working on a web series yeah. Um, yeah. called The Secret Lives of Villains. And then we worked on a few short stories um, that got um, published in Alternative Comics. And then it was like last year we started talking, going back and forth. And I don't know how the conversation turned to cowboys and and kaju. I know it was kajus, but then somehow cowboys. And I was like, yeah, I love the West too. And just started concepting. And then uh, we just said, okay, well, Matthew said, let's let's just throw something together and see what happened. Yeah. uh, yeah. Oh, thanks, man. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Yeah, Mike's Mike's a creator from the Netherlands. They are. They really, really are. (laughs) <laughs> and he, yeah, he's got a he's got a he's got a book out now. Or already well, I'd, out I'd, I'd say book, hello but. in Dutch, but my Dutch is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all all I know in Dutch is uh, the paint company, Dutch boy. There. Ah, oh, that's, that's all I that, that's all I know. I'm just happy that the name is is catchy. Like people have latched on to that name because that's that's mm-hmm. the start of something. That's the start of a brand. When you oh yeah. That has a name. Like it just flows nice. It's like Kajus and Cowboys. <laughs> and well, that's I, it. Simple as that. And it's like boom. Okay. All right. I'm in. I saw the uh I saw the promo piece, like the shared Kickstarter post. Yep. Uh before I I before I spotted the names and I'm scrolling back, I go, oh Kajus, Kajus and Cowboys. Yeah. Man, Frankie B look, oh, he's doing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was gonna say, dude, have you seen this? And yeah. well, apparently you have. So yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, I like, cool. I know him. That I shared it out and I, I jumped on. I hope so. I jumped yeah. on the other week when Matt couldn't keep a connection because there were so many people on the stream. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not on with those guys all the time, but they, you know, Randy and uh, Randy and Lola and Varian have all been on, uh, been on episodes with me. And, uh, you know, I've been on like a bunch of their different podcasts, which is, which is always fun because it's like different stuff to talk about. But, well, it's definitely, it's definitely a genre now that's starting to get some, a lot of notice. I'm starting to see a lot more because as soon as we're doing it, 
we're already seeing like other people that are doing kaiju related stories. Mm-hmm. And everyone's different. That's the great thing about it. It's like it's not everyone's trying to copy the same kind of thing. Everyone's telling their own different kind of story. The artwork looks totally different and unique. And I just think that right now it's just a great a great time for the fandom, you know, because we're seeing all this indie stuff. There's no excuse for people to be like, well, we're not seeing it. Well, it is. People are pumping it out. Yeah, Godzilla too. IDW is putting out Godzilla books, but also mm-hmm. over here on the left side of the field, there's like a ton of indie guys like ourselves that are pumping out some really cool and original characters and stories. Oh, yeah. Well, come on over and read it. <laughs> come on, check it out. I am. Like, yeah. uh, like I was telling you in the pre-show, uh, Matt Knowles and Steph Cannon uh, have a combined story universe mm-hmm. plus uh matt is in a heavy metal band and yep. they made a piece of vinyl and it's it's the splatter vinyl all right wow so basically everyone is different because they're all done by hand they all nice. basically look alike but you know like a snowflake no two are no two are alike wow so i'm gonna have to break up my 1200s and hook up my dj system man my wow. neighbors are gonna love me uh right. <laughs> Crowdfunding is changing everything. Oh, yeah. It truly is. It's it's putting a lot of power um, in the hands of the creators. It's allowing us to truly be able to connect with the fandom. Because, I mean, for me right now at the point at looking at our campaign, I'm just happy the fact I'm sitting there going, X amount of people are actually going to get the book. That Mm -hmm. actually excites me more than anything. It's like the fact that it's literally going to get in these people's hands. Yeah, really, because... we were talking yesterday about like the best way for American indie guys to get their books overseas where it's affordable because of the postage rates being like mm-hmm. so ridiculous yep. is to uh, is to get people overseas just to get eyes on the book so they know it exists and they can check it out. And if it's something for them, they're going to spread the word and more people in yep. their area might might be interested in it. But you gotta have you gotta have that PDF tier, yep. and some some people don't care. They're like, and I'm loving everything I'm seeing. I don't, you know, I don't care. And uh, one of my followers uh, from the UK is like, he decides whether he's gonna back a project is if it's a big hardcover that costs fifty dollars, but shipping costs fifty dollars. Hmm. He's gonna say no. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. So I, the, I, the the hardcovers because they weigh more. Yeah, uh, are gonna make sense. Get that postage up. Sure. But if there's a soft cover option, even if you can save like five bucks off sure. like a a higher shipping, you might you might go you know you might dive into it. Well, the great the great thing about our campaign is that we. The funny part is that this is just an exclusive comic to this campaign. Mm-hmm. We're already picked up by a publisher. Yeah, I was excited to hear that. Yeah, that that's On an indie volt radio. <laughs> there you go, Marion. Yeah, so we're we're already set. Now it's really about producing. We got to produce the products, you know, for the rest for the series. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's Man. the good. That's that's the extra little cherry on the top of that of yeah. the cake. Yeah. But what people need to understand is shameless plug. Shameless plug. This this Kickstarter issue is going to be a key issue of the Kaijus and Cowboys series because this is like 
first appearances, first time the book's been in print, and then it starts a brand new series with the publisher. Yep. That's right. That's right. And, and, trust me, and trust me, we're not nervous. <laughs> no nerves. No nerves. Uh, what are they looking at for uh, for an issue run on? Uh, yep, this on is a uh, zero issue. It's a zero issue. It's, yeah. Oh. But we're looking. I think we're looking at what twelve issues, Matt. No, not at all. Not at all. Oh, wait a sec. Matt, we're looking at 12 issues, right? 12. Yep. 12 issues. Um, and yeah, 12. 12. And, um, so, and yeah. I mean, I, 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 yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think, I think we're just getting a little bit of lag. The screens are starting to get a little janky. But yeah, it's uh, 12 issues. And I don't know if, I, I don't know what, um, don't know what the word on trades is going to be, but it should be at least two trades. Yeah. Oh, cool. And again, we, yeah. again, that's the fun part about it is that you don't know. I mean, if people really like it. Yeah. Okay. Really um, it, then who standing, knows? Standing still for a couple minutes, letting it catch up. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's the fun part about it is like actually putting something out and just you know, saying, hey, there you go, folks, check it out. I mean, it almost, I almost wonder if that's how Peter Larratt and Kevin Eastman felt or like Brian Polito felt with Stephen Hughes when he's putting out Lady Death and Evil Ernie or mm -hmm. you know, Ninja Turtles, when they just put something out and then you just sort of hang back and go, okay, it's out. <laughs> now let's see, yeah. let's see what we can do with this, you know? So. Hey, Ashley, so uh, uh, Mike just suggested, Matt, that you maybe if you cut off your um, cam, Maybe it saves some data usage. Yeah, if you just hit stop cam on the bar. Yeah, just stop, it'll, it'll, stop cam. It'll, it'll it'll just put your icon up, and you can still you can still talk and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean the. Uh... Yeah, that might that might stop the lagging a little bit. Let, oh, there you go. Let's, let's see if that works. I mean, you don't you don't need yeah. to see my face. <laughs> no, we know what you look like now. Uh, yeah, you sound, you sound better, Ashley. There's no lag. You yeah, sound yeah. better. Yeah. Oh, fantastic, dude. There you go. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, uh, no. Distance, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> little little tricks. Uh, but, but, yeah. No, nope, oh. that was the wrong one. Uh oh. So. Uh, Tell us uh, about the publisher who picked up the series. Yeah, and... I mean, I don't have to worry about data data usage a whole lot, but like you know, yeah. Is it still lag? Yeah, I think Mike's still catching. Yeah, Matt's still catching up some. All right. Thank you. Well... <laughs> yep, he's still catching up. <laughs> Well, the yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to get a better icon than the standard. Well, the the um, publisher that we have is called Second Sight Publishing. Oh yeah, and and they you've heard of them? Oh yeah, yeah okay. I, deal, I deal with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they definitely it was kind of weird uh, because well, we mm -hmm. yeah we had sent we had sent Codgers and Cowboys out to a few publishers. Well, Matt did, and um, you know we didn't we didn't get anything back and stuff. It was like okay, we kind of were expecting. You know, not to really hear anything, and then finally, it was like a weird fluke. 
where um, I happened to be on LinkedIn. And, um, oh God, um, his name is uh, Mark, Marcus. Marcus Roberts was on there and stuff. And I I actually complimented him on another book that they were having come out. And I said, oh, well, but I said, well, by the way, I said, congrats on this book coming out and such and such. And and, if you happen to check out our thing, then more power and that kind of thing. And I just left it. Next thing I know, he contacted me. He said, what are you talking about? And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We sent, Matthew sent um, Codgers and Cowboys over and, you know, we just, that's it. I said, no big, no, no big crazy thing, whatever. It's just, you check it out when you can check it out and that's it. And he's like, no, 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 no. We're going to do it today. And he literally, that day, we were like back and forth, going back and forth. And then we finally got mad into it. And then they were like, we like it and such and such. So we want to, we want we want this to be part of our, you know, our, our line of books and stuff. So we said, okay, great. Thank you. Now we have a home. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. It's like, uh, it was, yeah, we got picked up by a publisher. Yeah, that's great. So yeah, now was, that's uh, a- we we were planning on having the Kickstarter regardless. So this was just this was a very nice uh, bonus. Yeah. Yeah, nothing like getting that bonus plan. Oh God. Well, it, well, it sets up that whole thing where now it's kind of like we we for me, I know for myself, yeah. where my mind's constantly thinking of product now. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, I want to make sure that everything is the T's across, the I's are dotted. You know, I want to make sure that this book is the best. Like that's in my mind, that's what I'm constantly going. And I'm trying to control myself so I'm not going too crazy, but I'm like, I want this to be the best, best work, you know, because it's now it's going out there. Now we we have somebody who's gonna be publishing and they've and it's like, okay, we're gonna take a chance with this. Now we gotta step up the plate. Yeah, we're gonna get it into stores and uh yeah you know all over the place so it's, yeah I think, yeah i think they'll get it. i think they, they run in previews too don't they yeah yeah they a lot of their books run in preview and stuff and they've been doing pretty good so we just, we just got to see yeah i don't think that uh i don't think they uh previews lets anybody uh, everywhere under a under a certain amount appear on the foc page yeah. But you know, every store goes through goes through the whole catalog because they don't want to miss something that they think they can pass on to their. You well, know, another, well, another thing too is that many indie people like ourselves, um, we 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 aren't, aren't we just we're not going to just be relying on previews and diamond. Mm-hmm. We know we're doing stuff like this. Like this won't stop. This would be part of that whole thing where you you know you can't just go out there and be like, okay, these guys are going to care enough about it and you know, and try to push it. You know, we got to do that work too. So it's going to be, it's going to be a, you know, a nice, but that, but that's what everyone's done. I mean, that's what the Ninja Turtles, the guys did. Mm-hmm. They hustled um, hard. Brian Polito and Stephen Hughes, they hustled hard and look, look where it got them. Tom McFarlane. Hustled yeah. hard. I've had, hustled. I've had plenty of people that have gotten, uh, made it into previews one yep. way or the other, and they still come on, uh, still shill, their book yeah but but now they have now they have a px code to give out to people that's great that they that they you know people watching it can, they can write it down they can screenshot it and uh you know you know call their call their local comic shops or you know if they're ordering if they're ordering themselves through like uh uh, my partner on one of the podcasts gets all his books because there's nothing around him, so he gets everything through uh, discount comic book service. Yeah, but if he's if he's got a code, he can cross reference it and and check it out too. 
yeah if you're if you're an indie publisher you have i mean in, indie creator you have to constantly be out there talking about your um book mm -hmm. our books you have to you just there's no stopping because the thing about it is that you just you know many of these indie people like ourselves we don't have the level of finances to like pay for an agency an mm -hmm. ad agency to constantly be our marketing agency to constantly be paying for that you know 24 7 kind of thing and so it's, it's it's actually good for many creators because it gives us a chance to connect with people i think that's what's been missing for with a lot of people that sense of connection like saying okay well, yeah why are we rooting for you guys we you know you guys are working on this book and stuff who are you why do we want to read this book and conventions are starting to come back yeah and well yeah, i, I mean to, big tech is the make last uh, oh what happened matt yeah yeah big tech has spent the last uh big tech has spent the last uh 20 30 years trying to get us all to connect to each other over these devices and you know it's, it's about time people started using them the way they're supposed to be used exactly oh yeah no i totally agree so I, well I, I must admit i think that you know in a weird way because of the pandemic <laughs> but that's yeah what yeah, I think that forced people. You had no other choice. That's kind of weird. Like you literally were forced mm -hmm. to start doing this, finally get out there and start talking and communicating with people. And especially for individuals like ourselves, where we're meeting fans and fans are seeing our artwork and seeing the written stuff that we do and connecting that way and stuff like that. So, yeah. And I think that now it's just it's just just continuing. It's just another flow of that. Yeah, Mike says uh, art is only 40% of the time he spends on his comics. Uh, the rest is marketing and keeping up yeah. all his contact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He spends on his comics. Uh, oh, yeah, let me put that down. I actually want to try as, as we're talking. 40%? Wow, someone's got a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I want to try to share this, too, this, uh, so, some people and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna let you share that out. I'm gonna bring up the campaign and uh, play the play the video here for people. Oh, great! All right. Bum, bum, bum. The lone hunter walked through the ruins of the settlement town and surveyed the damage. He knew it was too late for them. All that was left was the one job he was designed for. What he was built for. What he was programmed for. everyone, my name's Matt. I'm the author of Kaijus and Cowboys. Hey guys, I'm Frankie B, the artist on Kaijus and Cowboys. Thank you so much for your interest in this awesome project of ours. We're both huge fans of the giant robot slash monster genre and wanted to create the coolest 
most action-packed comic that we could think of. The artwork for the comic book and all the big rewards is already done, and all we need is your support to help pay for printing and shipping. So thank you for your time and supporting this campaign, helping us to keep the creativity strong and the art flowing. Whoa, there we go. <laughs> when I'm bouncing back and forth between two screens, it's like, oh, it's done. And, so I, nice. and I have to congratulate no, Matt again on the on, on doing the uh, video for that and the, and that voice that that uh, the narrator voice. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, uh, fa uh, it's uh, Mark McCauley. I found him on uh, Fiverr, and like, because I mean, you, you're hearing my voice right now. I'm. I don't have the voice for a Western. And I was like, uh, well, let's, let's see if I can get a voice actor going on here. So I was like, I want someone who sounds like Sam Houston. And you know, he was, he was there for that. So that's how that happened. Nice. Yeah. I was like, I go, wow. Yeah, that, almost I, sound, I, that, that almost, sound, yeah. it almost sounded like Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Sam Elliott, Sam Houston, Sam Elliott, same difference. Yeah, I know. <laughs> One's dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, same difference. I can't afford either one of them, so I got this guy. Oh, my God. Look at He's got a Actually, no, I, well, I did, I did, uh, I did reach out to, uh, I did reach out to uh, Sam Elliott on Twitter and haven't heard back yet. So, you know, I'm sure he'll, re I'm sure he'll get back eventually. Did you send him the video? You should send him the link to the video so he can hear the voice. He might get a chuckle out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you could have done. I know, huh? But I found someone better. No. Oh, man. He was probably <laughs> suffering with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow having to eat bread. Oh. <laughs> oh. The horror. Oh, no. Not bread. that. Jeez. Hey yo, comic talk with pops. What's up? There's all our lovely rewards. Hey, got some trading cards in there. And is is this? Uh... Yeah, and this is this is the stuff. This is just the stuff that's going to be uh, mass produced. We've got custom artwork by Frankie as well. Yeah. I mean, we and got it is not great. entirely outside of the realm of uh, possibility. Well, I have that. That that's the patch design, which mm -hmm. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. And then we have the stickers. Yeah, me neither. Me too. Me too. I can't talk. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> stickers. I'm gonna need a bigger computer. <laughs> every every time I buy, every time I get another project, and. It comes with stickers, and I have to look for some place on my case to put them. <laughs> and then well, there's you a get little like a demo. wall. You get your sticker wall. Yeah, there you go. There's a little demo. I wanted to show a demonstration of the sketch card, like mm -hmm. on a sketch card, because because you always hear when people hear sketch cards, I think they only think of something that's going to be like this really rough sketch and whatever. And I'm like, nah. It's like I've 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 done work for like companies like Upper Deck. And, you know, and worked on some IPs like Voltron and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So my level of doing card art is is you're getting artwork. It's just going to be smaller, reduced. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I actually saw this video on your on your page uh, a few days ago. Yep. 
And I, I didn't comment because usually I comment, wow, you're fast. <laughs> well, I, I think that that's another thing that happened to me because of the pandemic was that for, for many years, people, other artists would be like, hey, Frank, you should get a, um, <coughs> excuse me, a YouTube page. And I was like, I don't know. I'm so busy and whatever. And then because of, uh, because of the um, pandemic, I started thinking about it and I said, man, you know, back in the day, I used to carry a portfolio around. And, you know, and then if I have any a page or a web page or whatever, I would show like my stuff on the web page. And I thought and I said, maybe I'll just use YouTube as my portfolio, you mm -hmm. know, as a way to just show people th that this human being is actually drawing this artwork and stuff. And you know what? Lo and behold, people like it. So oh, it's been yeah. a cool. It's been a fantastic tool in just expressing that uh, human level. Like this isn't just, you know, because I do I can do digital coloring and stuff like that. But. I still, I'm a traditionalist. I love the fact of pencil, pen, marker to paper. Yeah. To create something. And I'm not looking to try to get perfection. I don't know what perfection is. All I know is I, I make artwork and that's it. Perfection is the time when you finish a piece. Well, there you yeah, go. Perfect, perfection yeah. is impossible, but perfection is impossible, but we can sure as hell try. Well, I think I think that one of the things about it is that that's the the whole dilemma sometimes with digital artwork. And I'm not trying to throw shade on digital art because I as as somebody who works freelance art, I can understand why people would do digital artwork because it's fast. Mm -hmm. It's very fast. Um, it cuts down on time and stuff like that. But with that said, there's something to be when you look when you look at or you look at how organic the artwork is when it's done by hand, you mm -hmm. know. There's no, you know, and you can just just see some of the stuff in there, like line weight and stuff like that. Shit, you can tell that it's organic. You know, sometimes with yeah. digital work, it could just look like flat art. It just looks like static art, like someone literally, like someone just cut and paste something. It says boom. Now, granted, there are some people that are tremendous with the digital. I'm um, using digital, um, their digital skills and stuff, and their stuff can fool you. But that's that's you know, in my opinion, that's very rare. Where you can go, oh wow, that you know, you can't tell that that's not an uh, an actual organic, like drawn by hand piece of art. Oh yeah, it's uh, I mean, Mike brought, up, Mike, Mike brought up a good thing right there. He says I do digital pencil because they save me a lot of cash on art paper, and mm -hmm. and and that's great. But my then I will come back and ask you, Mike, in some degree, as somebody who's an artist who's been been in the field for thirty years. How do you like say what say if as the time goes on and you know and you, you're out there and whatever, how do you make additional money if you don't have physical artwork to say sell to people? Mm -hmm. You know, because that's what many of these great artists do. They they're they're making money in the secondary market, selling many of their comic book pages, their comic book covers to collectors and stuff like that. That's where I, I when I look at people who only do digital artwork, I, I wonder, I go, man. You know, are you are you cutting off a huge source of income by just doing digital artwork? Yeah, and I don't I don't buy into that NFT stuff. I'm st we're still trying to figure it out ourselves, <laughs> right, Matt? <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I mean NFTs are the I I, I don't know for for me it for me it feels like NFTs are playing are very much playing the part of um, just like regular high like there's so you've got like the high art scene so you've got like you know mm -hmm. the people buying the picassos for millions of dollars right yep. and 
the Picassos, like the, the reason why that happens, the reason why they pay so much is, um, long story short, it's a tax dodge. Um, mm. And it's a way to, uh, it's, it's, it's a way to invest your money in a way that it will remain safe. And you can like, you know, take your painting and you can uh, stick it in a vault somewhere and like, you know, it, it will uh, hold its value because there's only one of those paintings. And like that, like from what I've understood, from what I understand, NFTs are kind of trying to do that, but yeah. digital, like the, the creation of an NFT makes a digital image unique and it makes it uh, makes it possible for one person to own it. And it also makes it easier to track, which, you know, it, it, it has some uh, creepy ramifications, uh, you know, further down the line, but, you know, we're not thinking about that. So like, you know, you, you go online and you buy an NFT, you're basically buying a piece of original art and which is, uh, which is why these NFTs are starting to sell uh, for so much money because you have all these people that are trying to, you know, keep their money safe. But um, yeah, they're, they're, they're basically a crypto a cryptocurrency for art. Yeah. So we'll see. But see, what's interesting is in the collector market, the, the major thing with collectors is all about bragging. Collectors mm -hmm. thrive off of the fact of owning something that they can say, I got bragging rights, that I'm the only one. Like, I don't know any collector. Well, there's two things. A collector first gets it because they love it. They love whatever it is, the artist or whatever. Second is they're getting it because they're saying maybe in their mind that it has some value. Maybe if something happens bad and I'm, I'm in, you know, married or whatever, then my family can have it and they can flip it and make some money, that kind of thing. It's a tangible kind of thing. And then the, the third part is just the bragging rights is to be like, okay, I'm the only one who has this one art, one piece of art, mm -hmm. from a particular artist and signed. That's it. That's where I, I'm trying to scratch my head on the fact that we're in NFT because there's no bragging rights on it. There's no like, you know, like anybody. It's just it can be a copy. Like what if could, could some, you know. Yeah, but I, I like to brag with the physical. Well, that's a, not see, yet. See, not that, yet. that's what I mean. See? Uh, that's a fun time. Thing. Yeah. Like if anybody purchases these pages, from this Kickstarter, that's it. Even if I wanted to even try to like trace or whatever, it won't be the same. And usually I don't do that. I literally don't believe in doing that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But if somebody gets these pages, they got these pages. It's Ooh, done. It's a, pretty. It's done. You know, so that's that's my whole thing with original artwork. Yeah, I know. I got a I got my first original page. Uh, on the way to me. Hopefully, you'll be here today. I'm kind of getting jealous because everybody else got their got their swag from this campaign so far that I know, but me. <laughs> yep, yep. So I'm like, I'm looking forward. I I look forward to to little things like that. Like, do I get more comics today? Well, you brought up a good. You brought up this interesting thing about the fact of cons, and I'm curious to see how cons. Even though I'll say it right off, I'm not attending any cons this year, but I'm curious to see what how cons are going to be this year. Like mm -hmm. people talk about oh. them. But the thing about it, the reality is that I'm seeing a lot of artists, like I'm doing it as well, that are doing auctions. 
we're doing like auctions and we're selling our artwork right to peak collectors. Mm-hmm. So we're making money. So we're not losing money from travel, from hotels, and just from the, the exorbitant price of trying to buy a table. Because I mean, I don't know if people understand the fact that when you do a con, you could be talking about like 500 and up, even $1,000. And if you don't make that back, then, then that's a huge loss. That's a loss. I mean, the whole fact is that unless you're going to a con just to have fun and just mm-hmm. to spend money, that's a whole different thing. I'm talking about people behind the table who haven't been invited to that con, who aren't being issued a free table, and they either if they if they don't live there, they have to fly there and get a hotel and stuff. That kind of, that that all adds up. That I mean mm-hmm. that, that end up being a thousands of dollars, a thousand dollars, even a thousand dollars. And so you're sitting there and you're, you're selling your stuff. And if you don't make that thousand or above, then that's a loss. That's a huge loss. Oh, yeah. So it's like now you're seeing a lot of people, a lot of indie guys, and they're doing auctions. They're doing these massive auctions with various artists. And we'll make you're able to make money. You're able to just make money. You're able to connect with new people, fandoms out there. It's literally like, like a digital artist alley. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, not digital, but you know, you know what I mean. Across the web, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, artist alley. So I'm really curious. I'm personally sitting back, waiting to see what the um, how uh, San Diego Comic Con is going to do and what the numbers are going to be, if it happens. Uh, I don't think San Diego's happening. Maybe the maybe the price of everything will go down. <laughs> well, 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 here's another thing too. And and one of the reasons why many myself and many artists have some issues with some of the big cons is the fact that for the longest times, a lot of these big cons have not been, in my in my humble humble opinion, they, they have not been in the interest of the artists. Nope. They've been they've been in the interest of you know the actors and other things like that. And so I asked the question. Why would an artist want to spend five hundred to a thousand dollars going to a con when there when Artist Alley has been reduced to like a little sliver? I I'm just saying common sense. There's yeah. you know I think that what's going to happen is a lot of the LCSs are going to do good. Local comic I mean not LCS excuse me local comic book shows <laughs> are going to do really well because first off they're very small doesn't cost that much money maybe fifty bucks for a table you do it for a day. It's going back to what original comic book uh, cons uh, shows were back when back in the 80s, when it was low cost. You go in for a day, two days max, but maybe a day. Um, your table's cheap, and you you're able to walk out with some money, you know, and be like, okay, cool. And and your artwork or whatever gets in the hand, or your comic book gets in the hands of the fans. Yeah, because the other way, like even. Uh... The yeah, last, I, I, like the, the what, last what, Rhode Island show was like that, where they basically shove, you know, they take they take the vendor floor, and then they shove the comic book guys like all to kind of like the left side. Yeah, and and fill up the rest of the room with with vendors, yep. and screwed everybody else up to like the third and fourth floor where you know all the celebrity panels are, and you know where they're getting all their big money because they're charging like you know you know, 50 to like $700 for an autograph. You're going to go buy a ticket. So, you know, the company that that's running the show gets, you know, a huge, a huge cut of that. And then, you know, the act, some of the actors are like, 
you know, I'm like, why you? Nope. Because without your fans, you wouldn't have a job. Well, I mean, my, my feeling has always been the fact that if you're going to do a, I, I, it just bothers me when I hear Comic-Con, when I hear the words comics in the title of a supposed show. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that they're not pushing comics. I'm like, I don't mind if you want to have like a fan expo. I think it should be called fan expo, fan expo, c- celebrity con, that kind of thing. I think those are great names. I just think you should call it what it is. And then so that comic book. You're right, camera. You're completely right. Yeah. I mean, I think that, yeah. Oh, thanks. You're going to be blushing over here, man. <laughs> but I mean, I just think that we, if you're going to, if you really truly are going to be behind the artists and stuff like that, then you got to do something to be able to say, okay, we're, we're here for you, um, you guys, and, and for you to be able to put your books out there and get them in front of people to read and stuff like that. Don't just give them a small little sliver and then charge them like four or five hundred dollars for a table. I'm just saying that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And most of these artists, like ourselves, we're not big names either. We're not like you know already established IPs. We're all struggling. We're on the level trying to get our voices out there and stuff. And that's just, I don't know. That's a tough one. Hey, Bristolian Dave. Hey, all right, Geekery. Hey, oh, thanks. Thanks for putting the uh, link in there. Yep. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm running around. I go, what am I, what am I forget? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the link. There's the, there's the link. It's, it's obviously in the show notes. Uh, like Leo Pond would say, up above or down below, depending on where you're watching this. And, and I just want to just add that again. This isn't me throwing shade on cons and stuff. I think that cons have their place and stuff like that. I just wish that, again, let's really think about what, what kind of con what a con is now in, you know, this time. Like, are they celebrity cons? Are they, you know, let's let's think on that terms, you know? And then if it's truly going to be a comic book con, then it should have comic books. It should have comic books. It should have artists who are, who are selling their comic books and so forth. And then, hey, cosplayers too. I don't want to see cosplayers go away, but I don't want to see... Um, artist alley reduced to a sliver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a pie, and then artist alley's a small little sliver, and then it's like, hey, okay. And then most people are just kind of walking right through that sliver because they're trying to make their way to the big time celebrity. You know, I'm just saying that's that's the only thing. So I'm, I'm I have my eyes watching. I want to see how this year goes. Yeah, it's 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 weird because I mean. I mean, I like some of like the the local big yeah, shows. Yeah, I mean, it, to us. it depends on the. Uh... Did we freeze? It depends on the uh, convention too, because like you've got like. Oh. Matt, you still there? Oh, oh, is it is is that me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're waiting for you. Yeah, we thought you. <laughs> Go ahead. You got you got the Hello? floor, Matt. Yeah, you got the you got the floor. Oh, oh we're losing them. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. I'm, I'm still here. Uh, All right. Christ, can you guys? Hear, uh, yeah. We hear oh, you. Oh God, I, I don't like know. I don't know what the lag is on this show. 
You're on All a 15 right. I mean, second delay. Yeah, it, it depends. It depends on the convention because, like, I'm out on the West Coast. I'm in uh, I'm in Portland, and right. like, you know, Portland uh, does have uh, a focus on quite a few of the artists, but like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> God damn it! Oh man, not here. It'll stink in drug flies. <laughs> oh man. And yeah, again, I, I think I, have I stopped. Yeah, you stopped. Keep talking. I will add that as frustrating as it can be, I, I I've always stuck with MacBook. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just gonna suggest MacBook. I, I I'm a Mac guy, so <laughs> Mac can be infuriating in a sense, but boy. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine, Mac. <laughs> But no, Matt, I totally understand. I'm, again, Matt's only infuriating when he, when he lags. Okay, yeah, so, I, uh, yeah, I mean, it depends I, on the convention. Yep. Yeah, no, and I totally agree. I, I think it does depend on the convention. I just think that a lot of um, bigger, sometimes bigger conventions. Well, if this, if this campaign does really well, I'll get myself a MacBook. Oh, yeah. That, oh, you, when you get that, it's going to be almost so. like when you open up, it's going to be like, it's gonna just yeah. like a glow. <laughs> yeah, because I'm in Chrome. I actually Mike brought up a good question. Are you in Chrome? Yeah, see, I'm using Chrome right now, but I have a MacBook Air. Yeah, no, I'm on I'm on Chrome, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm on Chrome. It's it's this thing. It's uh, we're we're dealing we're dealing with the uh, processing issues again. Yeah. So like, I, I think it's just Streamyard because like Skype Skype works fine. Yeah, Streamyard is kind of yeah. it's tricky. It's very tricky. Well, uh, like I said, this if this campaign does really well, I'll get myself a better laptop. So you know. Yeah, there you go. Well, I tell you, it's a good write-off. Hint, hint. <laughs> It's a it's a fantastic write off. So, but yeah, like um, but yeah, I I I, I completely agree. Like the the, the big, yeah, yeah, like I, again, I agree that the bigger conventions. Like you're absolutely right because yeah. like that that too that too. Yep. Yeah, nope. I mean that's part of the that's part of the reason I've been able to keep writing comics and paying for art so long is because yep. like my tax come tax season it's it's uh, fantastic. You stop going to cons. You stop doing a bunch of those shows. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean for me it was frustrating because for years I mean I I've I've been in the scene. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm back. You want you want to step out for a little bit? Yeah, he's on a major delay. Yeah. We might well, have to. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. There you go. Well, there you go. Okay. Back <laughs> well, to what we're talking about now. Well, well, I mean, the thing about it is that I, I used to do. I did a lot of shows. I mean, this. Oh, yeah. is, I'm saying, like back in the '90s, I remember doing shows when I lived in Boston. So from the Boston shows to the Radisson Hotel, all the way up to like I've I've gone to San Diego Comic Con. I've done New York Comic Con. I've done. Madison Park, I remember going to a con in Madison, Madison Square Garden years ago. And I also remember there was one in, um, oh, it was in Times Square. 
Oh, I can't I can't think of the name of it, but I used to go to that one too as well. But so I've done a lot of different shows. So I've literally get, gotten to see the how comic book shows first started and the sense of the fan, the sense of people coming in getting their books and stuff. And you know, because again, I, I like retailers too. I, I want I want to see all that. But Artist Alley was massive. I remember when you could just go in there and it'd just be all these amazing, so much varied eclectic artwork. I mean, I would walk down there and you see something so different. You'd be like, oh, hey, cool. I want to buy something from this person just because it's so unique and different. Over the years, I've just seen that dwindle. I mean, it's it's, it's definitely something. It's sad. It's very sad because when you yeah. see it, you go, oh, my God. It's like, what's happening? Yeah, I might have I might have seen you at an LCS or two. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I love Plastic City Con. Plastic City Comic Con. That's fantastic. Keith, Keith is doing a fantastic job with that. Plastic City Con, uh, yeah. the the Halloween events over at uh, Wild Time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they, what they're doing is they're taking it down. They're taking it, scaling it down, and mm-hmm. focusing on what's important. And I think that's, if anything, that's going to be the thorn. That's going to be the thorn in the side of these big cons because you're starting to see a lot more of these pop up where they're like, "Hey, we can get some, we can get some kind of haul or something. We charge fifty bucks for a table, which is reasonable." Um, and for a day, you go on for a day, and all you focus on is comics and artists, you know. And then you may have one celebrity or somebody, whatever. Or it'd be nice to have somebody who's actually from the comic book industry come in or whatever. And that's it. Cut clean, clean, cut and dry. There's no frills to it, nothing like that. You're starting to see more of those pop up, and those okay. are going to very well. And also, because of the pandemic, you're starting to see more of the online stuff. A lot of people are doing it. It's like I told you, a lot of people are doing oh, auctions. Yeah. They're doing a lot of hello. Yeah. It's starting to do auctions. Is that me? No, it's Matt. Oh, okay. A lot of people are doing these these online things. So you you're, you're seeing it's gonna be uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, these big cons are gonna be head on. They're gonna start getting feeling that 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 hit from all these sides and stuff. So it's inevitable. Yeah, because they're going up like you know fifty to seventy five dollars after the Ticketmaster thing just to walk through the door. Well, that's crazy. That I'm is like, man, you wouldn't have, they wouldn't have seen me at uh at Rhode Island Comic Con in twenty nineteen if I actually had to pay. Oh, know? what about what about the fact of people canceling? Yeah, and, yeah. What about that? Like like somebody you want to see in, in the last minute? Unfortunately, like that's the big question I have. Like because you know that many of these actors they have these massive contracts. Mm-hmm. And the studios are like nervous because they're just like, hey, you know, we don't want our actors to end up getting sick or anything like that. So I'm curious to see how that's going to be handled. That's, it's yeah, it's, a, I, I, it's the Matt. dinosaurs. It's 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 uh it's the dinosaurs. The big cons are the dinosaurs. The small cons are the mammals. And the uh, coronavirus pandemic was the uh, meteor. Yeah. Wow. There you go. I'm glad I could hear the rest so, of that because for a second yeah, I, I thought Matt was calling me a dinosaur. I know. <laughs> hey, no, I know no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm no, like, if that's the case, you need to draw me good. into like issue 11 or something. Yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all good. <laughs> hey, you know what? I wear that. Hey, I wear that as a. Uh, I was just talking to Jess uh, today and talking about the fact that I said, man, at the age of like now, I'm going to be 51 this year in August. And I'm like, I've never felt more stronger. More creative, more like energized. Like when I was growing up and I saw 50, 
50 didn't look if 50 was like you look like you had been through something like war and hell man they'd be like oh i'm aching and hurting and it just was bad and now i'm like this is i feel so energized i feel like i feel like i'm 30. like i'm ready i'm energized to do some stuff so yeah i don't i don't mind that because again a lot of stuff that we talk about think about it. it's like I, I, every time i think of stuff i'm thinking of 70s and 80s you know, I'm aware. I'm aware of the new stuff, of course. I mean, you can't. It's just there, technology. But still, I mean, we. If you've grown up, I. I was born 1970, so I've literally seen pay phones, eight track tapes, uh, vinyl records, um, beat pagers or beepers, as we used to call them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, Sony Walkmans. You know, you know, the jellies. I mean, I've literally lived through all that stuff transitioning into this thing called the iPhone, which is like a walking computer. That's trippy. Sometimes you got to sit back and go, I've lived through that. I've literally lived through the point of like seeing the computer. Like I mean, when I left art school, they were bringing the first Mac in and I didn't know what the hell it was. I was staring at it going, what is this thing? And they were like, yeah, next year, we a Mac. I remember getting kicked out of the store uh, in the 70s. My friends and I would all go in. We were like uh, seven or eight. And yep. they, get the, they get the first uh, TI computer. Wow. The TI used to be in Attleboro. And yeah. they only had like one or two games yep. for it. But it wasn't meant as a game console. Yes. <laughs> but, the, but the computer would actually, like if you if you typed a certain command yep. and, then, and then put something else in, it would actually talk back to you. So we kept getting thrown out because we we keep making oh, it say bad words. Man, I mean that's that's something. I mean it's it's crazy. It's it, when you really sit back and think about it, you go, "Wow!" Just to see the stuff the way it is now, it's insane. Remember when the computer had its own room? Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't think they even had. I, I think yeah. they had a like rough that, that, idea. That, that, that's where I came in. I think they had a rough idea of technology, but I, I don't think that people even back then had any clue that technology would be at the place it is now and where it's still going. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is crazy. Like it's still, still evolving and stuff. So, oh yeah. So the thing is yeah, that I, I tell people out there, adapt. Shut up, Dave. 1992. <laughs> oh my God. I was 22 years old at that time. I had just 1991. I graduated from art school. And I was still working security and then trying to figure out if I was going to make be able to make a, a, a career out of art. And then finally, uh, my sergeant, I was working for the security company and they were like, OK, Frank, you got to sort of get off the pot on this. Do you want to go the path of a, a, literally become like armed security, that kind of thing, that path? Or do you want to take the art path? And I was like, my sergeant looked at me and he said, Frank, you went to school. You clearly are pas passionate about it. You need to you need to be making money doing art, and that was like that that kick in the butt I I needed, and I and mm. from that point on I was like I have to make money drawing, period. You got to put it in your head, period. I got to do this because that's what then what's the point? It's almost like I would have wasted the time of all my teachers, my instructors, the people that believed in me and stuff mm. like that, and myself. So yeah, so yeah, 1991. I was 21 years old, graduated from art school. And then uh, 93 was when I actually got my first like solid like art gig. And that was for a film company doing storyboards. That's good work. Yeah, it was fun. You know, it was, and that's, that's yeah, one of the things about 
I just thought a lot. I lucked in a lot. Like I did a lot of hustling back then. We didn't. I didn't have the luxury of uh, internet. Mm-hmm. I had to actually, you know, write letters. I wrote. Le- I got good at writing letters, and then popping up on the doors, like going to the place and be knocking on the door and have the door slammed in your face with a big cheeseburger grin on your face, like "Hello, hey, clock, <laughs> slam, <laughs> get away." Like, okay, all right, all right. Here goes the next one. Check the list off. <laughs> I'll be coming back next month. Keep going. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You got it. You can sort of. You either gonna hire me, or you're gonna have to go to court and get a restraining order. Because well, you, you I'm gonna keep. I'm keeping keep coming well, back. Well, that's the thing. You know, I try to tell. I tell. I tell them the youngsters. I say, hey, look, you got to build a thick skin. You know, the thing about it is that you can't have the expectation that everyone's gonna love what you do. I mean, mm-hmm. that's. I never thought that. I never believed in my mind that somehow people are just going to fall all over themselves. And even when I thought about the times of wanting to work for Marvel or DC, in my mind, I would look at the artwork, the comics, and I'd be like, wow, these are really, this is really good. Like, I have to be, you, you got to be really good to work for these guys. And, I, and so my mindset was like, I would have to learn how to get better and better. It wasn't like, oh, okay, I can draw somewhat good. And somehow that makes me, puts me on the same level, like these individuals who clearly been in it for years. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a it's, my mindset was a I always said a more grounded mindset about life. I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll just get better. I just gotta keep working at it. Well, you know, the more you do stuff, the better you get at it. Almost definitely, most definitely. You know, it's, don't get uh, mad, get better. Well, that's it. I think I, it's a shame that you see so much of it going online today. I I, I feel that there's a lot of great energy being wasted and, and needless arguments. You know, work on your work. Work on my uh, a mentor of mine once told me. He said, "Hey Frank, if you really want to get on somebody's nerve, do better." And I was like, "What?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "Just do better." He said, "Just you work on making yourself a better person, and that's going to infuriate them so much because they're going to want you to be in the gutters with them. Come in the gutters with me. It's easy to get in the gutters. Anyone can get in the gutters and, and get into a dog fight, but when you can elevate yourself above that and stand there and be like, "Well, see, here I am." I'm not in the gutters. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 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 the level you want to be at. So that's what I strive for. Oh yeah. Let's let's talk about uh all these perks you got. So oh, we got a lot of them. All right, yep. Matt, you ready? So you can uh yep. pledge without a reward for ten dollars. And I always tell this story because one Kickstarter, Graham Nolan cha- changed this pledge without a reward to buy Graham a beer. Oh jeez! <laughs> and about eight hundred people bought him bought him beers. Oh and they, my God. Wow! It must have been like you know a good Guinness or something because you yeah. know. <laughs> Otherwise, that's like oh, a six pack at the local local store. You Well, you know, there I'll, is. Yeah. I, I did get attracted by an ad. I saw uh, uh, a certain brewing company has made a Star Trek beer. Uh, yeah. a, a Vulcan ale, and it's got really cool, almost airbrush-looking Star Trek artwork on the label. And I was tempted to buy it, but you know, it's a four-pack for like twelve bucks. I'm yeah. like, oh, I could buy a thirty-rack for that. Come on. Yeah, I, have, I haven't, done, I haven't done beers and ales in a long time, but I've, I've kind of gone the, the route of vodka, rum, mm-hmm. and bourbon and whiskey. So those yes. are my, those are my choice. And I'm not yes. drinking a whole bottle. It's more like enjoying it. You know, when yeah. it's so really appreciating the liquor. <laughs> I, I love that uh, that new peanut butter whiskey. Ooh. No, no. Ooh. I love peanut butter. Ooh. But 
a shot of that in my coffee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, right. like dark roast French vanilla. Yeah. Oh, it tastes so good. I used to be a beer guy. I used to love a lot of dark lagers, Guinness. I love Guinness mm-hmm. and I love dark lagers. But there was one point in my early, like, no, late 20s into my 30s, I was big time into like just stuff that left a bite. You know, like I was into espresso coffee. I was like, espresso chewing coffee beans and stuff. That's when it was horrible when I didn't get sleep and stuff like that. It was like, and then I love dark beer, beers. You know, I went through a phase uh, where I get, I was drinking like, and then Coronas. Coronas was my summer. Mm-hmm. Every time of summer, I would be at Corona. And then I would go through this dark stage of dark, dark beers and stuff. But then I've just kind of moved away from it. And now I'm just like, give me a little shot here and there and I'm good. Yeah, people are like, you drink your beers way too fast. You need to be drinking a dark beer so it'll last longer. And I went, oh. And they're yeah. like, oh, you gotta, damn. You got to appreciate it. You got to appreciate it, you know? <laughs> don't guzzle it down. I was, I mean, yeah. just, as, just as long as it's not not an IPA. I don't I don't like yeah. IPAs. Too, too, too much hops. Cider's good. I like cider. Yeah, cider's good. Cider's good. But I'm, I'm with Frankie on this. I'm more of a hard liquor person. So. Yeah, you do, you do a nice little, like, like, if you get something good, something goes good, you sit back and go, I'm going to give me some bourbon. And yeah, like, I like, I like, like, a I like, uh, uh Good aged scotch or uh, or, a, or a good whiskey. There you go. You know, and you back and reflect on life. You know, you get your chair, you just like <sighs> you get you put a couple of ice cubes in it, cool it down, get it oh, watered. Uh oh, bruise it. What are you crazy? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Whiskey with water is a thing. There you yeah. go. With scotch and water, yeah, and. Yeah. Well, you know, I I I'll have like a you know a little bit of that and. Uh, Next thing you know, uh, I'm waking up wondering what day it still is because I oh, just man. I just I just took my old man nap in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm looking at the calendar on my cell phone trying to figure out what day it is. Oh, make sure I, make sure I don't miss a show or anything. <laughs> you know, so oh uh, here I okay. So fun fact: I have never had a hangover in my life. Wow, I've, I've only man. thrown up once. Yeah, I did a lot of puking back in my age. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. throw up and like 30 seconds later, I'd be drinking yeah. again. I, d- I definitely was preaching to the porcelain god many times back in my 18, like, back, yeah, the early 20s. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, but well, I, started I, mean, drinking, yeah. I started drinking late. Like it was in high school, like near the end, like when I was 18. I graduated when I was 18. So the first time I really got into drinking was because a friend of mine worked at a liquor store. And he was like, yo, dude, Frank, you're graduating. I'm going to throw you a party. And all I knew was all his booze. And he he didn't, no one knew how to mix. No one, it wasn't about mixing. He'd just be like, we had a Coca-Cola and whatever hard liquor. <laughs> and we're just drinking, he's just mixing stuff. And I just was just guzzling it down. And I, yeah, I've, I had my moments, man. So yeah, I don't want to do that stuff ever again. No. Jack I mean, Daniels. Mm. After his 21st birthday, they found him passed out on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But see, hey. that is great. Yep. Jack and Ginger's my favorite. But you you know what's so. funny? I had a, this guy, well, I got in a conversation with this guy, and he said, you know what's kid? And he was an older gentleman. And he said, kid, he said, you know what you want to do? You have you want to have great stories. And I just remember that. He always would say, you got to have great stories. You got to have stories so that when you come to the end of your life, you just, you just really, you know, you're like, hey, yeah, I did this, this, and this, and this. You just don't want to be that bad. You don't want your stories to be really bad. You just want to be I'm like really cool, like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, well, you also want to remember the stories, which, I mean, well, when, yeah. I, when I go to parties, I mostly stay sober because then I get to watch all the people have uh, make complete and total fools of themselves. Yeah. So then I well, get yeah. to hear you, you You want to be awake so, you know, you can be one of the people drawing on them with the permanent marker. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, all right. Uh, so you still started, yeah. yeah, you still started a lot earlier than I did, Frankie. I started, uh, I started at 21. So you're, well, don't worry, you're good. Anyway. I got you beat. I got you beat by three years early. Yeah. 18. Yeah. 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 Again, yeah, still. I, I, start, I started around 15. Woof. Because I I look so much older, so I could. Yeah. They used to have the books in the liquor stores. If you forgot your ID, you would just you know write your name, write down your your birthday, and uh and sign and sign your name, and then it'd be like, wow. okay, make sure you bring it next time. I couldn't tell you how many times I signed a book as Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent. Oh my god. <laughs> so well, there you go. You got a story. That that is a story. Yeah, see. <laughs> Uh, so if you just want to donate extra that you can pledge a dollar or more, sure. you, you can t- do the $10, uh, thank you pledge. Yep. Uh, if you can't afford the shipping overseas, talking to you, Bristolian Dave, uh, even though he hates PDF, there is a PDF available. So at least you can, you can read the book. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's at, um, it's it's the cost of a, of a regular di- uh, digital comic by the big two. So like we're being competitive with the Marvel and DC. So, you know, yeah, we're competitive. And, you know, and it's it's a it's a great price. You can you can go to the town deputy and get yourself a physical book. And there you uh, go. And they they are shipping anywhere in the world. Some 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 of these projects uh, only ship. Like if they're in the U.S., they only ship there or whatever. But uh, we're working on things to get books back and forth. Well, I, ideally, too. ideally, we want people. I, I want books to be in people's hands. Oh yeah. You know, I think I just that's that's where I, I don't know my feelings for. I want it in a physical copy in a person's hand. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. and um, like I'm not going to share names because you know sharing data over the internet is wrong, you guys. But yep. uh, we have. <laughs> At least two people from the UK and one from uh, Leipzig, which I'm butchering the pronunciation, one from Germany, at okay. the very least, who have donated. So we've, nice. we've got some uh, international recognition, recognition for uh, this project, and it's it's amazing. Cool. It's fantastic. Awesome. It's wonderful. And I, yeah. I am just all over the goddamn moon. Yeah, I know. It's, it is. Because, again, we're just indie guys. We're not. We're not. This is a brand new IP. We're indie guys. And we're just trying to create something. That's it. You love us. You really love us. Yeah, that's it. You know, no frills or anything. It's like we're not coming out with, you know, such and such. It's just that, you know, we would just say, look, if you if you like what it looks like, um, hang along. You know, hang hang with us oh, yeah. for the ride, hopefully, you know. Because next year, that's when the actual series will be dropping. And oh. I, don't, I don't think there's enough Western comics around anymore. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and think, uh, yeah, yeah. Let, let me let me let me stress this. Once this campaign is done, like you will not be able to find this anywhere. Like, yeah. so this is like this is it. So, yeah. like, you know, when you're when you're on the news and you're watching like Amazon announcing, you know, a multi million dollar show, Kaijus and Cowboys, <laughs> like, Boy, you know, 
I like the way he's thinking. Yeah, you'll <laughs> be able to say deal. I own a piece of this. <laughs> yeah. That maybe a couple that a thought that like only a thousand people around the world have. So, you know, just, just saying, imposing yeah. that uh, little sense of urgency there. Well, that, that, what does it go back to what we talked about? The fact of the collector, the collector wants to have something mm-hmm. that they can have bragging rights about. Just like when people go get CG, was it CGC? Yeah. The, the grading and stuff like that. They want to have that bragging right to be like, I'm the only one who has this. I'm one of a few people that have this. That's the whole. That's the whole thing. So you know, that's why I want to yeah. get that, as many copies into people's hands. Oh yeah, and this is this is a cool one because this falls right in between. Is the uh, the saloon owner? Boy, yeah. would I love to own my own saloon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you get the physical book, and then you get to choose one of the following. You can either get the patch, sticker, or a digital wallpaper. As in, included with the physical book. Then we go to the yeah. town sheriff. This one can be dicey because it's okay to shoot the sheriff, but just not the deputy. Yeah, I was uh, I was pulling these names out of out of my butt. I was just like a vague <laughs> Western theme when I when I was doing this. So you know, there's no little no rhyme or reason. So yeah, but, you know that's it, what it but, but the toughest thing about a about a Kickstarter isn't just setting it up for like that, you know, six months, like three before and three after and the three, and yeah. the three you know, whatever. And it's, I got to come up with a name for each tier yeah. and it, and it should be something to do with the book. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't, to. You don't have to, it's just a good idea. Yeah. It, it well, makes, I mean, yeah, it makes more sense. Well, you're still thinking about it like, like a store. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is that how do you bring somebody into your store? You don't want to have a bland, you know, window yeah. dressing or, you know, just this thing. You want something that's going to excite people to say, come on in. So that's the trick. The trick is making something that can engage people. And I thought the, I thought it was a hoot when he started doing that. Matt did all these with the, you know, because it's engaging. It's just fun. It's engaging. You're telling people right there that you have a sense of humor about it and stuff like that. That's the story, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, town sheriff, you get the physical book, the patch, digital wallpaper, and stickers. Yep. Yep, all of it. And then we go to the kaiju researcher. Yes. Physical copy of the book, patch, stickers, digital wallpaper, and exclusive Kickstarter print. Aha. Uh-huh. Did yeah. I roll, did I roll by a picture of an exclusive? Well, here let me see if I can let me see if I can uh, do a share screen. Let's see. Yeah, uh, don't don't worry. Once um once this shuts down, I'll be I'll be uh, sharing it all over the place. So. All right, wait a sec. Let's see entire screen. Okay. Um. Trying to do this the other day. Share. There it is. Oh, wait a sec. Let me just. uh, Yeah, pull it up so we're not looking at your desktop. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, let me see if I can find it. Uh, Let's see. Here, how do I. Let me see. Let's see. How do I stop? I'm going to stop the screen and I'm going to pull it up. 
give me a second. Yeah, I'm just I'm learning. I did a show the other day, and um, I was trying to do this whole share screen thing, and I'm like, uh, uh. this stream, this stream yard. This is an interesting. Um, it's pretty new, isn't it? Yeah, it's only been around. Uh, I think like uh, a little over a year. All right. Wow. All right, let's open that up. Yeah, let's see. yeah I, I think that explains a lot of the problems because this, this laptop is like three or four years old. So, yeah, that it makes sense. Mm. So let's close the, uh, the next tier is the Kaiju Tracker, where you get the you get the book, digital wallpaper, patch, stickers, print and a custom sketch card from Frankie B. Yeah, uh, the 75 uh, reward tier is actually really interesting. Uh, it's the first one that we limited, uh, and I initially limited it to five, but we sold out in like the first, what, first couple of days, didn't we, Frankie? Yes. Yeah, I was like, yo, we got we to gotta change that. <laughs> yeah, and so we've completely re-upped it. Uh, it's 50, so, you know. Uh, if you want to make Frankie work like an absolute uh, madman for the next couple of months, you know, <laughs> make sure to order this. Uh, not just that, but it'll get it'll give him uh, plenty of stuff to show off on his YouTube channel. That too. Oh, that too. Most definitely. Oh, come on. How does it do the uh, – trying to do full screen, and it's not complying. But can you guys see it? Okay, yep. I got it. Boom. There we go. Now you, Got can, it? Now you can control it. Yep. Okay. Oh, it was there and then it went, then it disappeared. Oh, here. I'll put it back up. There it is. All right. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Full screen. It's like, uh, yeah, this was going to, yeah, we decided to, to put this up and so people can see uh, what the actual print is. You know, we want we wanted to get over that two thousand mark, and then finally go. Okay, now now we can start showing people, mm-hmm. you know, Stuff. what they're getting, which is important. I think that's the thing. I think uh, me and Matt we had a, we talked about it where you know again we hear the horror stories of crowdfunding, whereas um, people you know the horrors of it where comic books don't get made or people are doing campaigns but they don't have anything done and stuff. Yeah. So we yeah, have the. Yeah. The yeah. book is in and stuff like that. But again, because of, of these kind of incidents, it's a, a broad brush can sometimes be painted on all of us, on all the people out there. So that's mm-hmm. why the thing is, is that we have to try to be part of that, that standard in doing these crowdfunders where we actually are saying, okay, what we're telling you, we're going to actually do. Instead of the fact of like, okay, we're just trying to spin this whole thing and be like, okay, well, here's a few pictures. And the next thing you know, you, you don't get the book for like two years or whatever. That's yeah. not going to happen. That's not going to happen with this. Is everybody good? They saw it? Yep, everybody saw it. All right, cool. All right, get out of that. Stop screen. Okay, cool. There we go. Whoops. The thing about <laughs> this this wonderful age we live in is that it's never been easier to get your work out there, but at the same time, it's never been easier to get your work out there. Yeah. Right? So, you know, you've got you know creators who are trying to do the right thing, who are trying to create something good but at the same time you have you know the uh, there's no no easy way to say it the scam artists well the, that and, and also the fact that you have people who don't it's almost like they don't get the understanding that this is business yeah doing comic books 
is business. When you start asking people for money, you've now entered the realm of business. That means that you got to think about taxes. You got to think about cost of distribution. You got to think about production costs and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And I think many people who do these Kickstarters, they're not thinking that. You know, I think that they're just saying, oh, man, I got this idea and I just saw this Kickstarter and they made like six figures some. And now I'm going to make that because my idea is the greatest idea since sliced bread and, and whatever and bacon. And, you know, and all of a sudden it's going to be all it's going to be this and this and this. And then all of a sudden the reality hits in. And the, the cold reality is that you first you need a product. Mm -hmm. and then have you factored out what the cost is going to be for distribution and then you know, and then if you if say if you if you don't if you have a team of people that's working in production, what happens when one of the members of the team suddenly gets sick, or they vanish? Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of that too, which is unfortunate. Where all of a sudden an artist skips, or a colorist skips, or whatever. So there's all these different things that are playing in there, and what happens is it just leaves a bad taste in the consumer's mouth, and yeah. they go, and especially when it's not just one person, when there's a few of these that are going on. That's when all of a sudden a broad brush, people get a little skittish. Yeah. And they go, oh, okay. So you guys are coming out and you're asking this and it's such and such. And it's it's tough for us because now we got to come and try to prove. We got to say, look, no, 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 no. We got this done. This is done. <laughs> you know, we want to get this in your hands as soon as possible. And the reward tiers and stuff like that, you're going to get them. And once it's all fulfilled, then we're going to be moving into the main production of the comic book series. Yeah. Now this next tier, uh, $100, you get the book, digital wallpaper, stickers, patch print, custom sketch card, and a personalized 1,000 to 2,500 word story. Yep. About the sketch card. About the sketch. It, yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be a story about the sketch card. And yeah, here I'm asking. Yeah. Oh, here's a right here's, here's an actual sketch card. Oh, that's sweet. Sketch card. This is official Kachus and Cowboys. A sketch card. It's a 32-point black sketch card. So it's 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 kind of thick. It has a nice thick kind of base about it. Really, mm -hmm. really solid. And what it is that you're going to be getting, this is what I consider a black and white image. So one character, some environment, and in black and white, that means that I'll put some gray tones on it. Yeah. You know, so I want pe I wanted people to understand. So it's not just black and white line art. It's going to be like gray tones on it. Now, if you're truly inclined to want to get color, then after the auction, you what you do, you can reach out to me, and then we can talk about the coloring and stuff like, which will be a separate amount than what the auction is. But you know, I I personally like the like the black and uh, black and white gray tone. Oh yeah. But you know, so this is just a an example of what what we're offering, and here's another one too. This is one. This is actually the creature that's on the front cover. Oh, cool! Yeah, ape rhino. That's rad. So there you go. So that's the sketch cards. Oh, and Matt's back. Yeah, we're doing this again. Sorry, <laughs> that's a thing. And uh. $250 tier, the Kaiju Wrangler. Uh, also, on top of everything else, gets you a uh, you get a custom 8 by 11 drawing of your very own. Yes. So they will they will send you a piece of paper and a pencil so you can custom make your own drawing. 
Frank, I think he's going to do the drawing. <laughs> yeah, I think you had a pencil and paper. <laughs> All I need is just like you tell me uh, what you're looking to have done, one character, some environment, and um, yeah. And I don't care. I don't care who the character is going to be. You just tell me, and I'll, I'll just draw away. Black and white, some great tone on it. Cool. And though there's only two of those available in that tier. Yeah. No, no, I'm always it's it's I'm amazed I'm always amazed because I'm like, man, this is like original artwork. You mm -hmm. know? Like I'm always seeing people that ask me about I'm like, this is your chance, your chance to get some original artwork. Yeah. And you know, that's a that's a pretty uh that's a pretty low price. Oh, oh you're gonna yeah. Yeah. That's like it's the last hour of the convention. I need to make my table money. Well, let me see. I'm trying to think. If I have anything, I mean, I don't. Uh, what can I show you guys? Uh, commissions. What do I? Oh, well, here's here's an example. A level of artwork I've done because I'm actually doing this. This was a auction. This piece has already been picked up, but this is actually a sketch cover that I did an auction for um, last wow. Saturday. And wow, this is already bad. this is this is the full this is this is the full page is already opened up. So this is already purchased, but this is the level of artwork that I do. So yeah. try to make it eight and a half by eleven. You know, one character, and and I'm always I always tell people I'm kind of generous. Like when I I say that I tend to add little stuff in it. People who know me, I tend to add little things in there. So, but yeah, so that's that's going to be a really good price. This yeah, is so what I've been getting to look at for the past six years. It's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> actually, here's another example too. This book, this book actually got picked, um, got purchased as well. This is a sketch cover. Nice. I'm drawing yeah. something on the back right now. The big wraparound ones. Those are just crazy. Uh, great. Yeah. Maybe one day that could be a good thing. Maybe we um end up having blank covers for the uh, Kajus and Cowboys. Yeah. Talk about collect the thing right there. Just have you do like a uh, blank cover. Put those out there. Whew. Yeah, those are those are popular on on other streams. Hey, Matt, welcome back. Yeah, it's it's when you go full screen. It's basically like if if the if if the streamyard has to do anything more complicated beyond this, the yeah. it, it just goes kaput. So, but yeah, well, yeah. no uh, blank sketch covers are yeah, That'd be uh, nice. Yeah, they've been a thing. I've noticed. I mean, you know, I focus, I focus more on the writing and more on the craft, but of, yeah. uh, that, but you know, I, I'm always in awe of people who can like draw something beyond a stick figure because I do not have the time or, well, I have the time, but I don't have the patience for it. Mm. So, you know, I decided, screw it. I'm going to be a writer. Take the lazy and, way and, out. And, that, and that's a, and that's a very, and I just want to stress to people, that's a huge stick right there. That's a lot of, that's heavy lifting right there because writing mm -hmm. a story, that's the, that's the opposite where I look at it because I've concepted ideas and I've done my own self-publishing over the years, but that's tough. That's not an easy thing to do to be able to come up with a story and then shape the, the, you know, the journey of that story and get it to a point. I mean, that's, that's a whole nother animal right there. So I, I, I say this, it's, it's heavy lifting on both sides. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, I mean, the, the way the way I've always internalized it is that the uh, the artist uh, grabs people's attention, but it's the writer's job to keep it. 
Yes. It's the writer's job to keep uh, keep it going and to uh, like like I'm 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 a big fan of writing that makes people think even if they're not like conscious of it. Like because like you know I I, I do think that you know we our our first job is to entertain, but mm-hmm. you know a a a good entertainer uh knows that it's more than just skin deep. You know what I mean? Oh, I totally agree. Well, it's almost like, I don't know, when I think of Codgers and Cowboys, and I know this is a big, this is a big one, but I feel like how Jack Kirby was doing stuff, you know, where he was able to entertain, but if you read his stories, they had deep meaning behind them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that's that's a huge thing to say, and I'm not saying that we're, that I'm Jack Kirby or you're, or you're Jack Kirby or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, if we could capture that, whatever that is, I'd be a very happy camper. Like if people read Cowboys and Cowboys and be like, "Oh, I, I got something out of this," but also it was enjoyable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's and that is not easy to do. Not very you know, easy to do at all. So, so these are actually the the um, original pages. I usually draw much smaller. Like this is actual uh, like the comic book size. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm comfortable. So when I when if people decide to buy a single page, I'll have to end up, you know, using exacto knife to cut the page in half and stuff like that. But yeah, you like, cut the page in half to in, to ensure uh, proper delivery and everything. Well, well, well. The thing is, is that for the um, campaign, we have a um, reward tier up for the actual interior pages, so people can purchase them. So we have like twenty. Yes. Twenty pages. So yeah. So I would have to literally have to cut these. <laughs> And then you would have to. That's, know, that, that's how I, I said that because I just read it and memorized it from the page and just read yeah. it back to you. <laughs> but there you go. There you go. All hand done. Unless, of course, you draw, uh, unless, of course, you uh, donate and buy two pages, in which case we'll probably uh, just send you. Uh, we'll yeah, probably just send you that. yeah. Yeah. That'd be great too. If you want. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you might even just have Frankie knocking on your door. I'm here with pages. Got some pages, boys. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> that is the kaiju hunter. That's the kaiju hunter. Yep. Um, there's, so there's 20 pages available. Yep. Uh, it's it's first come first serve. First come first serve. Like yep. you know, like like anything else. Uh, really, the big ones to cover. Oh yeah, you get the, the grand marshal of the new west. That's probably the title I'm most proud of. Yeah, there you go. And there's there's only one of them because there's only one cover. One cover for this, one cover. And uh, I'll tell you one thing, people have been loving that cover. Yeah, it, but you can you can own the original cover. $500 you you own the original cover, the book, the stickers, the digital wallpaper and a cover suitable for framing and and hanging up in your movie room. That's right. Or you or your uh, your man cave, otherwise known as the basement, because that's where your wife keeps you. <laughs> oh man, I I wish that I I remember um, meeting Kevin Eastman years ago when in Boston, and it kills me that I never bought like original artwork from him. Oh, I know. You know, it's just, I remember I remember giving him. I drew a picture of Leonardo, and I handed. I was really nervous, and I gave it to him. I was like, "Oh, it's for you, Mister." And he was like, "Oh, that's thanks, kid." And he just was like, "Hey, telling me a little bit." And we, was talking, but it never dawned on me just to be like, well, you know, can I can I get a sketch or buy a sketch from you or whatever? Which it probably wouldn't have been that much either back then. Back then it was so much more cheaper. And so it's like, 
you just you those those little regrets where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, he was right there, literally right there. Like there was no handler, none of that. He was just right across from him. Oh and yeah, he, his wife and daughter were at the were at the table still setting up, and he walked in and and stood in front. And there was a line around the place. Yeah. Uh, to to meet him, and I was already in the room, so I was like standing by the room. Everybody looks at me; they just think I'm security. Yeah. I'm like, you know, and that's what I'm I like, mean. It's like, oh, and I, I, you know, he came in. I go, hey, Kev, how you doing? Shook his hand. Yeah. Go, love, love your work. Uh, can we go back? Can we please go back to the the volume one, black and white, very violent <laughs> turtles? Because <laughs> that stuff was great. Well, I mean, I guess I, the thing about it is, my point is that it's just about those missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the regret. The regret of like, you go, man, there was a chance to get something and you miss out on it. And it's going, yeah. oh, I am, I'm so I'm so angry because he had, uh, he had like some reprints of the original books. Oh, uh, that he that he was doing yeah. uh, remarks on and signing. Yep, you know. $50 remark and he would just, you know, yeah. do a profile of Donatello or Leonardo or April oh, or anybody. Yeah. And I'm like, and I thought afterwards, I go, you know, look at myself almost in the mirror and go, man, you're an ass. Yeah. But I I did get to hang out with uh Jilton Joe Sinat. Okay. Okay. And I got a I I got a uh, you know, I talked to him and uh some other people. Uh, one of the original women that drew Wonder Woman was there. Wow. Okay. And you know, I got to I got to meet and talk to her. And uh, I somewhere in in the mess that is my twenty four hundred foot loft here is an original uh, Helena Wayne Huntress drawing from. Wow. See, that's what I'm talking from about. From Joe, and I also won uh, one of the. Uh, one of the ink Joseph and I inking challenges. Yeah. Uh, the Loki one that, that Bob put up, I actually want it. And it's, it's sign. It was, uh, it was Joe's original blue line, mm-hmm. uh, you know, inked by various other artists and, uh, Rusty Gilligan actually did that one. Oh yeah. So I've got it signed by Rusty and Joe. Joe signed it like twice. So I, this, I, I, this is why people have to get original. You got to. I mean, I'm telling you right now, don't miss out on it. That's the whole thing. Because you you get you look at that as you're telling the story, you're all excited, you're smiling and stuff. It feels good because you're like, I got this. I got this. No one else has it. You got it. And that's what I want. I want people to feel like they got something because you never know. I mean, you know, I, I'm not. I, I don't let my head get so big and be like, oh yeah, you know, Cowboys and, and Cowboys is going to become get picked up or whatever. I'm not even thinking that far. Right now, my, my main thought is that we're going to see the campaign go go the way it goes, and then we got the work ahead of us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's all I can think of. But we live in a strange world where a lot of things are getting picked up and snatched up really quick. And so you just don't know. And then if it did happen, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, you know, we I, I just missed out on buying these guys things when they were only asking this much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And now they got some agent now, and the agent's trying to charge thousands of dollars for and, it. You know, and it's you know all of a sudden you don't have a, the the first zero appearance of of these characters anywhere, oh. and the comic books blowing up, and all all of a sudden uh, one of the speculator pages announces that that they just heard that 
HBO Max is picking up Kaisers and Cowboys oh, as an animated boy. series. Well, how do you feel about that, Matt? HBO Max and Netflix? HBO Max. I've heard some. Okay. Well, HBO, I, HBO I, I, Max I, has more money. Okay. <laughs> HBO Max. Okay. Actually, no. Right. I mean, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna sell your soul to anyone, sell it to Amazon, because okay. Amazon Amazon doesn't care about making that money, is, but they're they're an incentive for us to spend it. Well, I'll tell you one thing. That Invincible cartoon animated show was yes. oh. unbelievable. Oh, yes. Have you seen it, Matt? Have you seen it? Yes, yes, I have. Oh, and so good. Oh man, that's so I never, good. I actually never read the book. I so, read, so I read this, only a few. This was my I'm first experience to, to it. Yeah, I want to read them all, but it's like, yeah, that was that was amazing. Oh yeah. Well, no I mean, the uh, Comicsology is running a Robert Kirkman sale. Like all his books are like fifty percent off, and uh, if you splurge like five bucks for the unlimited package, uh, which is just five bucks a month, you get like the first eight volumes you can for uh for uh free so i mean I, like i know I, I know the big uh, argument is between physical or digital co uh comics but like you know just saying that's a thing yeah i'm not a digital guy I know, I, i'm not a digital guy either but i've bought digital yeah when i when i couldn't say no uh and i i've only bought it from i've only bought it from humble bundle because i know it's it's a donation going to like uh you know, something to help out, you know, comic book artists and stuff. Yeah, as much as I respect, again, let me just, I want to be clear. I do respect digital. Me personally, I'm just too tactile for that. Mm -hmm. I'm just, yeah. like, I, I yeah. had a friend of mine, a friend of mine sent me like the UK Transformers run. I've yet to read it. It's, it's sitting on my hard drive. I just, I can't get it. I tried to read it and I looked at the screen and I'm like, I'm I done. bought, I really I like bought the entire minus, you know, the Negan book that just came out i bought the entire uh run of walking dead for 15 dollars digitally i love i love paper in my hands mm. a friend of mine for christmas bought me a massive like uh what was that the marvel werewolf series um yeah werewolf by night get that mm -hmm. big book and i'm just folding it over i i just love paper i love i just love that feeling of it that control of it it's just that's in my blood so I'm always I'm I'm always trying to tell people I go yeah yeah I, like I I think digital is great I think that if people who um are, are you know overseas or they can't get close to a physical book I think that's great and I, I'm glad they exist but I'm just not in that I'm I'm more in a tactile yeah oh, yeah man. yeah absolutely I mean I like for me it's like I agree like the tactile sense is is absolutely a thing but mm. like for me it's like you know I have like you know I'll wake up. I'll get ready to go to work. I'll download yeah. a comic, and then, like, when I'm on break, I'll just scroll through the comic. Oh, there I'm you go. Doing, I'm doing uh, twelve-hour shifts. Yeah. Um, so, like, well, I've know, been told. I've been told to be most most of my comic books now are like put on my wish list for like yeah. present. So that's how I get through it. I get by it. I be like, okay, you give me a gift, then here you go. I put it in my Amazon wish list, and that's it. <laughs> I don't look at it and I'm going, okay, there you go. And then when you get it, go, oh wow. So that's why I've been getting most of my books. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, that that's that's true. I mean, I've been reading um I've like I said, I'm I've been doing the comicsology unlimited thing. So like the every month they'll put like a, a title of like uh, a list of like you know free stuff that you can uh, download and read, and like that's how I get most of 
uh, what I do, like, and they'll do like promotional stuff. Like, you know, if yep. they have, uh, if uh, Disney Plus has a Marvel show coming out, they'll usually do like a sampler comic of some of the volumes of that character. Like they did, um, uh, they they did like the more recent Captain America stuff. Oh, cool! Uh, that, that was available. Maybe yeah. and Cowboys can get on Comicsology. <laughs> hey. hey, yeah, what's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long process to get on there, and the only thing that that stinks is uh, the creators aren't allowed to pick what pages they want, like on their listing for a preview. Oh, okay. Comicsology yeah, just, just five pages. Yeah, they automatically just get. We're taking the first five. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean th that that uh, panel to panel scrolling is just fantastic. Like, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. if uh, if you have a small phone. Now, if you have like an iPad, then you absolutely want like the full page. But well, I, I think again, that's a smart market, you know, because again, you're hitting both sides. Like, I think that comic books, if people can if read them digitally or physically, that's a win win. That's just another oh, yeah. way for people like us to be able to make something from the stuff that we're doing and get it in front of eyes and various eyes. So yeah, I'm definitely, yay. You read digital. I'm like, read digital. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're reading comics, but exactly. this issue is not going to be on comicsology. This issue will not be no, anywhere right. except the that's Kickstarter. Right. I cannot here. stress this enough. Yep. Good. Yep. That's right. So. That's right. This is it. This is it. Boy, boy, how long, man, we've already gone past what? Two hours. Hour and a half. Has it been an hour and a half? Like two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I was gonna. I was be, before the time was slapped in my face. I was getting. I was getting ready to bring us out to a close because I, I know you have a lot of work to do ahead of you with sketch cards <laughs> and and covers. Yeah. In a, in a year's worth of art. Oh, um, that's good stuff, though. That's the good kind of trouble oh, you want to get in. You want to get all good keep, stuff. keep them busy. You want to stay busy and off the streets, right? Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know. we've got we've got the series plotted out. We've yeah. got that sorted out. I just have to, you know, the the, the hard work's finished. Now all I have to do is write the damn thing. Yeah. Uh, that that's the joke I like to I like to have. You, you, and you, um, just have, you just have to write in between the plot points to to fill it in. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's not not that hard. It's only it's only twenty two pages. I and, you know it, it's it's different for writers than it is for artists. But uh, yeah, you know we got that. And also, I'm actually you know you know, letting you guys in on a little secret. Later this year, I'm going to be running another Kickstarter for a different project with a different creative team. Oh, nice! Look at yes. this guy. He's busy. Yeah. Oh. Oh God. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The the funny thing is is like. Uh, when I graduated college, like, cause it was like 2011 and mm -hmm. like, you know, the, the 2008 recession was still on. And so no one was hiring, especially like a young snot nosed history major fresh out of college with no job experience, pfft, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I spent years trying to find work and I couldn't find anything. And then sort of the floodgates opened and I like everyone was hiring all at once. And it's kind of the same with the comics as well, because like, you know, my, my sort of origin story on like, um, like I, 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 I love, I love the, uh, um, how opposite Frankie and I are because like, I didn't know I wanted to write comics until I was like in my mid twenties. Uh, like I'm, I'm pretty new to the industry and like, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was all 
like, you know, eh, sure, whatever, I can do this. It can't be that hard. It's it's incredibly hard, just letting letting everyone know. <laughs> but, um, you know, I was a little more informal. I was self-taught, like, and, like, I was like, well, let's see if this works. And, like, so I, I ascribed very much to the uh, learning by doing. And part of that learning was getting the th- thousands of rejections. Yes. Which is, you know, something Frankie, Frankie can speak to as well. And yes. <laughs> um, the same thing happened. Uh, like, you know, one day I'm we're submitting bl- uh, pitches blindly to any publisher we can. And the next day it's like, oh, I now have two projects that have big publishers. And yeah. it's like, wow, this is, you know, night and day. So ramble over. No, no, that's that's that. And see, I always feel like, again, in situations like this, I've always told people that it's all about if we can just get you can get somebody out there, get this stuff out there, whoever it's a writer or whatever. It just helps everybody else. It's like Matt's doing other stuff and it's it's getting out there and it's it it brings eyes to, you know, to the to this project and vice versa, you know. Oh, yeah. What it's almost like Robert Kirkman. You know, he sits, he's working on all these numerous things, but it brings eyes to all the different stuff. And that's what we want. I want more eyes to see it. And uh, yeah. hey, Robert, if you're watching this, we're huge fans and we'd absolutely love to work with you on uh, something at Skybound. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> there you go. Look at this guy. Hustler, man. I love it. Straight out uh, hustle. <laughs> cannot stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Oh, that's right. Amen to that. <laughs> well, I'll just share the video out and keep tagging a minute. One of his people would be like, they want to talk to you so bad. Yeah. Send him a rejection letter. Okay. <laughs> no, that that won't that that doesn't that rejection letters don't mean crap. Nope. Because yeah. I mean, look at the rejection letters Todd McFarlane got when he started. Sure. But the key oh, yeah. thing about it is again, is that you gotta have some for me, it's always been about you gotta have something. That means you gotta, and it's not just like one book. It's got to be a few like where people can see that you have the st- staying power. Because I think that a lot of creators have to understand that these publishers, they're in it for business too. I mean, what's the point of publishing if you can't make any kind of money or revenue or anything from it? So the thing is, they want to make sure that the teams that they get are going to be serious-minded, uh, dedicated, passionate. They're going to get it done, and then they can keep the machine going. I mean, you know. They don't want somebody who's gonna come in and be like, "Oh, okay, I'm got one book, and then I can't get this done because I'm laboring over it for three months or whatever." No publisher ever wants to hear that. They want to hear something oh, that's no. gonna be a fluid, fluid machine, just constantly, <laughs> and then, then we see where that where that takes you. You know, they want they want somebody that they can play rinse and repeat with. Well, yeah, yeah hopefully, yeah. No, yeah, someone who can meet their damn deadlines. Well, deadlines are important, man. Yeah. <laughs> <Amen to> that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's part of the reason why I've been able to work with this guy for six years. Yeah. Like, like I, I like I'm my mind is blown uh, blown that uh, like to this very day, like I managed to get managed to get Frankie. So, you know, flattery all around. Like uh, it's it's been uh it's it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride. It's been a fantastic ride, and I wouldn't do it any other way. So you know. Oh, thanks, man. I'm, Look at that. Yeah. No, uh, nah, but you know that's the thing. I'm so hardwired. Like I'll sit and jo- I don't mind joking and whatever. But there's that part of my mind that's hardwired that when work has to get done, then I gotta get the work done. You know, my mother used to say that. She said you can play later after you get your, your work done. You get your chores done, 
then you can watch Creature Double Feature or you can play with your robots and whatever, but you got to get the work done. If you don't get the work done, then it's going to be waiting for you. And then that's no fun, you know? So once you get it all done, then you can start playing. And so that's how I think of it. I'm like, I got this job. Um, He's, um, Matt or anybody is asking me, you know, they need it for a certain time. I'm going to try to bust this out. I'm going to try to get the best quality work to them um, before, before they even need it. So that just in case there may be edits, you know, I tell any artist out there, you want to be able to come and give somebody something that, you know, just in case there might be an edit and prepare yourself for that edit, brace yourself for it. Be like, okay, all right. I know I may have to change it. Be surprised when there's no edits needed. You know, that's the good thing. Yeah. It's, you know, whatever point you're at, it can only go up from there. Yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah, uh, the the uh, the the piece of advice I sort of created for myself was the worst thing they can do is say no. That's it. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not that bad in the grand scheme of things. Don't be. Don't yeah. get mad. Get better. That's get, right. Get back to that. There you go. There you go. So it, it's the only way to go. <laughs> so no. why not? Why not? Uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can follow you online and uh, check out your stuff and YouTube channels and all that good stuff? All right. Well, Frankie B. Washington, that's my full name. Um, I'm, I have a YouTube channel. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. And I'm also on Facebook and as well as LinkedIn. But, you know, who, you know, but anyway, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. And that's my full name. Just type it in and I should pop up. All right. Uh, my name is Matthew Blair. Um, I'm on uh, Facebook and Twitter, mo- uh, Twitter mostly. Uh, that's the best way to get in contact with me. Uh, it's mblair112. And uh, I also have a website called Cambrian Comics, which has uh, uh, Frankie and I's uh, long-running uh, webcomic, which has kind of stalled out a little bit because we've been focusing on other things. Yeah. Uh, but... We have over 400 strips of content on it already. So, you know, if you want some entertaining stuff there, uh, I also have uh, some blog posts as well uh, that, you know, talk about some fun stuff. Um, yeah, those th- that's really where I am. I don't have the biggest footprint on the face of the planet, but if you uh, reach out to me on Twitter, I will probably respond. It's getting if you go if you go to the website and stop stop reading those four hundred strips now, uh, by the time you finish, they'll probably catch up and have time to squeeze in a couple more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a cool idea, and you know, it there there's a lot of room for stories uh, stories there that uh, we haven't done. Like I've got a laundry list of storylines for that webcomic on on my hard drive somewhere. Um, that you know i'd I'd love to write them so you know as soon as this catches on as soon as uh all the other projects are you know up and running and under control you know that could start happening that's the key thing because i think one of the things about many people out there is that yeah it's like you got to make sure that you manage your time oh you don't want to put yourself too thin i mean think about it you see a lot of people doing it and they're trying to do multiple stuff and it's like it's almost like you're, you're starting to weed out all that creativity and then you start seeing it. You literally see books just start breaking down because the stuff is that it's so thin. Everything's so thin. The artwork is being 
rushed and the story's just starting to lack because no, it's like work on something, make it really good, and then then you see what the next thing is. Oh yeah. You gotta uh you know get issues like in the bag ahead of time. Most definitely. So you can, you know, you can two time them afterwards and you know check out everything that you've done, see if you need to make any, you know, changes or uh you know a, you know edit, edits to the script or anything and you you go for there. You always want to give yourself extra time. My That's mother right. used to say I'd rather be an hour alert early than two minutes late. Amen. I like that. Yes. Yes. And that was so, probably because I made her late for everything. <laughs> I've improved. Oh, my, uh, my old choir teacher would uh, always say, "If you're if you're ten minutes early, you if you're if you're fifteen minutes early, you're actually ten minutes late." Mm. That was uh, how they phrased it because you you want to be in your seat and warmed up and ready to go. Before class starts, so if you're due on shift at five o'clock and you're just walking in the door at five o'clock, you're late. Yes, late. Yeah, you need uh, to be on time for a job. You have to be there 50, at least fifteen minutes early. Oh, I would be so early. Yeah, that's just um. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I learned oh, yeah, that. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I started showing up three hours early for work from one of the clubs I started working at. It was you're here early? I go want me to be late no and then two <laughs> weeks later i had truck trouble and uh problems with a sick kid and i was late and, um, well, fired. and that day later he hired me back so <laughs> yeah you were, you were considered a real employee there if you hadn't been fired at least once <laughs> well i want to thank you guys for hanging out uh congratulations on getting picked up by second thank sight you. Uh, and people need to get out and get this book because this is gonna yeah. this is gonna be a major key issue in the uh, in the the kaiju's and cowboys world because uh, yes we're looking for that we're trying to get over a hundred backers so that's the mission now oh yeah. we can uh, do that we can absolutely yeah. do that and because I know the fans that are out there we we can find twenty kaiju fans that want to take a chance so. on something new and interesting. I like that. The challenge is on. Come on, let's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pledge, you know, if if you're short on money, you know, toss, toss a buck in and, you know, sign up for the email list just in case you sell, I don't know, an original piece of art. There you go. Yeah. You get a bigger piece of art. There you go. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you never, you never know. And, uh, by all means, share it out on all your social media, right. and you know, ask all your friends to uh, ask all your friends to check it out and uh, see what's up with this uh, kaiju's and cowboys. Well, hey man, thank you so much for having us on. Thank all you. Right. Be back on now. It's great seeing you again, my man. All right, yeah, yeah, all right. Getting this done. Getting it done. Getting it done, and uh, we'll talk soon. Most definitely. Take oh, care. Yes. Take care, everybody. Have a great day.